Hello everyone, welcome to the land that normalcy forgot. I am your host, Thunderstruck Squirrel. Today is a very special episode because today I get to talk with my good friend, Wade. Oh. Hey, hey, Wade. Uh, hello. Hey, hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, yep, I can hear you. Okay, good. Okay, so we, I think it's re- already recording, so we're good. Okay, okay so- no problem. Okay, so that was easy, wasn't it? I thought it would be a lot harder than that. Shit, that's not bad because I know uh, I'm so used to doing it on Skype with Vin, and uh, so yeah, this is uh, seems pretty easy. So yeah, all I did was like on my iPod, click on uh, do it with friends. Then I I sent you the link, and like we're we're live. So sounds easy. Well, flipping a yeah. awesome. So you can do that with Vin then, right? So. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Although with him, you never know. I think he's <laughs> he's set in his ways. Okay. Okay, don't tell him. I introduce you to that then. So like, honestly, oh. I'm so happy that. I get to do this with you. Like I'm, I'm excited because. Well, thank you for having me on. And and like honestly, like you, I wanted to do a podcast for a long time, and like you actually, like you doing your podcast with Ven was actually what made me, you know, and actually do it. If that makes sense. So you deserve a lot of credit for this podcast. Oh well, cool. Well, thank you. Um, I mean, I never ever thought I'd ever do one. Um, Vin is the one that pretty much pushed me into it, and uh, you know, I got it in the back of my mind, and I said, "Oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it." But then he he kind of kept pushing it, and I'm glad he did. And so I got into it. I mean, it's not too bad. I mean, sometimes I feel like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but. Well, it's always pretty entertaining, and like you always seem like you know what you're talking about. So it's, I think, it's just in your head because you always, <laughs> you're always on point. So is this basically going to be like the nice phase of you before you like start attacking me? I would never attack you unless you start attacking me. Uh huh. Really good. <laughs> no, I might tease you just a little bit. Uh okay. All right. Okay, so like, take you at your word. Okay. I I know you were looking forward to teasing me about uh my team, my hockey team. But you know, just get it over with, do it, start. No, 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 no. I'll let you off the hook. I'll let you off the hook for that one. Okay, good. So like the reason I wanted... like there's a lot of other things to like get on your case about, but the hockey team we can forget. The, wait, the hockey team we can So what else can you get on my case for? Well, are you still playing any games where you're driving in them? <laughs> not for the moment. Not for the moment. I play wrestling games and basically like Skyrim and yeah. Oh wait, I started playing Far Cry 5 again. So yeah, I do actually actually I do Drive a little oh, bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I know you always on my case for my bad driving. I Yes. You're happy I don't drive in real life. 
I mean, I'm okay because, like, I'm a safe distance away, but maybe your neighbors may not be too crazy about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I mean, usually I'm very careful. I, mean, I hate crazy drivers, so I think I would probably be do the opposite of what I do in games. So... Oh my god! Well, you know, like Montreal is known for having notoriously bad drivers. It's like everybody seems to do whatever they want. Is it as? It's not as bad as Toronto, though. I, I feel like it's really bad here, but over there is crazier. Uh, I can't see too much about Toronto because, like, I don't have much experience there. But I know, it, like the the amount of traffic there is insane. Yeah, and even, like even not Toronto, but I went to Ottawa in September, and just like as soon as you cross the line, like the province line, it's it's crazy. It's you get there and people drive like we were driving at uh, speed limit, and people were going like one forty, one sixty, one seventy. I'm like, are you crazy? You know. <laughs> and, I'm like it and get into an accident, like because people are like pushing, you know, and they think you don't drive fast enough, and like they're pushing behind you, and like, you know, what do you want from me, you know? Oh my God, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Especially you, you get like some of the arrogant ones. They're, I think, the most aggravating. They zip in and out of traffic, you know, and they think they own the road and. They think like they're in a Fast and Furious movie or something. Yes. And yeah. the worst thing, they think they cannot get into an accident, but usually they don't, but they cause others to have accidents, so it's even worse. Yeah, exactly. Hey, assholes. Yeah. So, like, one of the reasons why I wanted to you to get on this podcast was... Uh, all your dolls you, you keep posting about, and I felt like I wanted to talk to you about that because I think it's pretty cool. You claim they're not haunted. And although you've told me multiple times that you were you, you would use it as voodoo on me or on Marie or other people. So I just want to hear more about that. <laughs> well, okay. Well, first of all, it's not really my collection. It belonged to my mom. And my mom started collecting these figurines like, oh my God, 20 years ago, maybe longer. And she has a huge collection of them. Like there are all these like little porcelain dolls, like Gibson girls and uh, little like ones she'd get from the Bradford Exchange, uh, like little Irish women kind of stuff. So she got like a whole ton of them. And, uh, anyways, she, you know, unfortunately she passed away. Uh, so I've got them and I've been stuck with them for like the last two and a half years, pretty much. So I'm looking to give them to people, but what cracks me up is a lot of people freak out over it because they somehow think these dolls are haunted. And unfortunately, they aren't, because if they were, it'd be a lot of fun, because I could have a lot of fun with them, because I could literally send them after certain people, you know, and, <laughs> yeah, I know. oh, yeah, like a certain someone, especially, you know, who I'm talking to at the moment, right? Yeah. 
Uh, and Marie, of course, because it would it would just be fun to torment people with them. But they don't come alive. They don't do anything. They just remain standing there. But the weird thing, I, I don't think they look creepy, but I, I've, I've seen a lot of people tell you that you're trying to give them a way to torment them. And I think it's funny. They, they look adorable, but, you know. Yeah, I like uh, yeah, I find it funny. Like even like if they were haunted, I'd be okay with it. I would hope I could actually have a conversation with them cuz then maybe you'd be able to find out what it's like on the other side. And I wouldn't it also make you feel good afterwards like knowing there is another side? Or maybe you'd like... find out that there's no other side or I don't, I don't think you, are you serious that you would like to to know about it or Oh, yeah, I would definitely love to know. Um, so, like, I've always been a person, like, if I had a chance to live in a haunted house, I would live in a haunted house. Me too. I, I, I wouldn't be scared. I would think it's pretty cool. If there were ghosts coming out of the walls, I would I would love it. I would, no problem. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as long as they're not trying to kill me, I would be you. okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> I would be okay with it, so... Uh, but yeah, I mean, ghosts have never really bothered me, so but they bother a lot of people. But for me, I just think they're awesome, so yeah, it's weird because as soon as you talk about doll, like creepy doll, haunted dolls, or voodoo, people you you get two reactions either people are like that doesn't exist, or people get really freaked out by it. And I love to see that it's just like they really lose their minds over it, like. Like, I was talking uh, to someone about uh, Ouija board, which I recently got, and she was like, oh, my God, what have you brought into your house? And it was, like, a lot of... That person was literally losing her mind. She was like, you're going to get possessed. You're going to bring a lot of demons into your house. And I was, like, I was laughing. I, it, it's really interesting, the conversation that you can see when you're talking about those kinds of things. Yeah, my uh, cousin, um, she was out with her family, and she bought one, and they were driving home that night, and the moment my uncle found out she had bought one, he grabbed it from her, rolled his window down, and he threw it right out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he, he, he's petrified of them. My yeah. aunt is too, yeah. Yeah, you still love those reactions. So, like, the board didn't reappear. There's the, she didn't get out of the car to get it back, or no, they wouldn't let her. Like they, they, like they just like gunned it, like right, like as far away as fast away as they could. So, yeah, because my cousin, she says, "Oh, look, look what I bought." My uncle looks at it and fling right out the window. So, yeah, oh he God. didn't. Yeah, he didn't want nothing to do with it. So. I don't know if she's ever gotten one since. I don't think so. But, I mean, those things don't bother me either. Like, I've used them. It's okay. been a long time since I've used them. So, Okay, you have to tell me about that. I've, I have one. I never used it. I'm planning to. But I, I would love to hear about your experience. Because a lot of people are like, no, don't use it. And they freak out when you say you want to use it. So... Well, I have a friend, and years ago, uh, she had one, and she, I think, because I think I had, <clears throat> excuse me, I think I had used one 
when I was really young, like 12 or 13, I don't remember that. But when I was older, my friend, she had one. And she said, do you want to play it? And I said, yeah, I said, it'd be interesting. And she says, you know, a lot of people are nervous about having it or playing it and all that stuff. Will it bother you? And I said, no, it won't bother me at all because I'm all into that stuff, right? So uh, so we did like a few sessions, like over a couple of weeks with it. And uh, basically like, I did like what you see a lot in movies and TV. It's like I asked it questions and it would answer. And uh, I do notice now it happened on this particular board. So I don't know if it'll happen on all of them, but uh, there's this, a moon symbol and a sun symbol. And oh, it's like the one that I have. Yeah. So according to the board, it knows everything. Like it knows your past, your present, your future. Of, of pretty much not just you, but I think everybody, but especially those who are playing it. Now, when you ask it a question it that it can't answer, it goes to the sun or the moon, or sometimes it might go to both. So I remember, I, I can't remember the question was that I asked it, and it was doing that. So I proceeded to ask it. I said, you know, like, why does it keep, why do you keep doing that? So it turns out, according to the board, that the sun and the moon does not allow it to answer certain questions, like very specific questions. So I, like, I wish I could remember what it is that I asked it, but it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't tell me he would go to the, either the moon or the sun and all that stuff so while playing it uh, I started to have tried to have a conversation with it for the hell of it and it just turned out it told me uh, that I have a demon that follows me <clears throat> in my life so I said all right so I asked what the demon's name was and According to the board, the demon's name is Allah, A-L-A. And th this demon is 12 years old, but not our version of 12 years old. Like the spirit world's version of 12 years old, I guess, which time has no real meaning. So 12 could be like 1,200, 12,000, God only knows. So, yeah, so it told me, like, I have this demon called Allah that follows me. And it, the board said uh, it follows. Uh, everybody has got a demon following them. Well, really? And, like, yeah. how do you know if a demon is following you? Did you ask the board that? or? Uh, I, I honestly don't remember if it if I did or not, I think no, because I, I think I was just more curious about myself at the moment, and I thought, well, gee, that must explain a lot. <laughs> like but... all the freaking bad luck I've had in my life, I probably do have a demon following. Oh, me. Okay, so you think that the demon that's following you gave you a lot of bad luck throughout your life? I wouldn't be surprised. Knowing me with my luck, I probably pissed it off a long time ago and it's decided to pay me back. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, no, so it just it said, yeah, it's gonna, there's a demon for everyone. 
and just yeah, for some reason the demon just decides to pick a person and follow them. So I don't know if they're supposedly tempting us or what God only knows. So yeah. like sometimes when we say the devil on my shoulder, uh, devil made me do it, that could be the demon that's following us maybe? Do you think that could be it? That could be possible. You never know. <laughs> but <laughs> That'd be freaky. Yeah. I that's weird, but since you've used the Ouija board, it, you didn't notice anything different. You just learned that a demon was following you, but there was a string of strange happening around you. No, like I, I've had other incidents of like strange things happening, but from using the board, no, nothing happened. And I know one question I did ask it, which it got right was my friend uh, at the time bought a motorcycle. It was a second-hand one. And I asked the board, I said, is it possible my friend is never going to use this motorcycle? And the board said, yes, he's never going to use it. And my friend never used it. He ended up keeping it for a year, and then he sold it again. So the board was right. <laughs> That's interesting. It could be done like, or it could be like, real like that the demon was right or the real demon was talking to you you never know um i know i think i tried to ask it like uh for like lottery numbers which of course made it go to the sun and the moon because it wasn't allowed to tell me apparently uh, from what i've read like they don't like when you ask those kinds of questions or when you ask about god apparently they that pisses them off from from what what I've read, actually, I don't know if it's true or not. That I'm not too sure of either. Um, but yeah, like I mean, I mean, I pretty much asked it. Like, I mean, everyone I think seems to ask these same usual kind of stuff. You know, like, am I going to live a long time? Uh, am I ever going to do this? Am I ever going to do that? So, or sometimes they ask about a person they've lost. Like, is that person okay? Yeah. Kind of yeah, they'll do that as well. But one funny thing that I think does happen a lot sometimes is that when it moves, everyone always asks, are you the one that moved it? Are yes. you the one that moved it? <laughs> yes, I keep seeing that. <laughs> yeah, because everyone seems to kind of freak out over that. So I don't know how it works because I think people's – I know it needs two sets of hands on it. And I don't remember if, if people's knees need to touch as well while they're using it or not. Um, I don't remember. I, I, I know that they said you can do it alone, but it's a lot more dangerous. Uh, you risk getting possessed if you do it alone. That's what a lot of people have told me. So you can, well, you can do it alone. It's better to be at least two. Two to five, I think, is the perfect number. Well, when you think of it, though, if you're using a board and it's haunted or whatever, what happens when your friend leaves and you're alone? Couldn't the demon still come after you then? Well, that's why you're apparently supposed to say goodbye so that the demon leaves you alone and it doesn't come out after you because... 
apparently if you leave the board open, then the demon can come through to the, this side. But if you say goodbye, then it's supposed to return to its realm and not bother you anymore. Huh. Now I'm wondering if I said goodbye to mine or not. I don't that remember. Might be why you still have a demon following you. Yeah, I wonder how he he feels about everything. To tell you the truth, I wonder if he gets bored because, like, I've I've been like home for the last two years, so he he must be really bored with my existence. Maybe he went to visit other people, but like, I think pretty much, pretty much, like, so many people have been home for the past two years, so they they pretty they have to be bored with everyone. Not sure if they have a whole lot to do. <laughs> Sorry, demon. I don't have anything exciting going on. So, right. No, I. It's been a very boring two years, I think, for us and the demons. If they're really following us. Uh, see, but I don't. Thing with me is, I don't mind boredom. <laughs> like the, these last two years for me have been paradise. You know what? Me too. I. I you know, I think for a lot of like, we're both introverts. We like to stay home and not see a lot of people. So I think, you know, we're, I'm fine with it. I'm fine not seeing people. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, I, I could do this for another 30 years. No problem. Yeah. The, the only reason why I'm saying I don't wish it, I don't wish that to happen for like 10, 10 other years is for other people, you know, because I know a lot of people are bothered by it. But me, forget it. I could do that the rest of my life. And you know what, too? Like, in the last two years, we've seen how crazy a lot of people have become because of it. Yeah. So I, I can just imagine 10 years of it, what they'd be like. So, I don't think we would last 10 years. I think, like, World War Three, and, like, it would happen. It would... People are really already nuts two years in. Uh, I don't... You know what? I, I don't think... Even as an introvert, I don't think I want 10 years of this. People, people have shown that they really need to interact, or they will get cra even crazier if that's possible. See, it's funny because I've always been a person where I could be alone for like really, really long times, and it's never bothered me. It's never bothered. I don't know why. Like I've always been this way. Like I, I could go on a desert island for ten years on my own, and I'd be okay with that. Me too, and like, I don't know if it's the same with you, but like all this, like people being extroverted and like you know they get excited and like when they see each other, like, to me that's always been strange. I've always been found it strange how people were so excited to be in group large groups and they couldn't deal being alone. Yeah, and then you know what's funny is like like a lot of people like that they hear like us and they're like they either think we're stuck up or you know we think we're better than everybody else or something like that when it's not that has nothing to do with it it's just that we're so used to being this way this is us this is our nature yeah I, and they think we're boring or we have no life but like we do have our life it's just different and we like it the way uh we we are like we have interest and we we do our own things it's just we're not like over there and you know enjoying yourself noisily right yeah exactly and i find too when i'm in a situation where there's too many loud people 
I can't wait to get out of it. Me too. I yeah. It just messes with you. Like I feel dizzy after a while. It's just too much. Like I find too. Like if I were to go to like a concert or like a sporting event or something, afterwards it takes me a couple of days to recover from it. Me too. Or a big event, anything where there are like a lot of people, takes me a few days. Yeah. So it's not in our nature. That's for nah. sure. So. Even like people that I love, and if I like if I'm in a large group and I, it's people that I love and I love being around and they're great people, you know, uh, after a few hours I need to get out of there, be by myself, you know, and I need to unwind from that socializing. Yeah, I understand that. I'm the same way. Like, uh, like one of my hardest things is going to like say family gatherings. And it's like, uh, like I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I, I'm, I'm sorry if anyone from my family is hearing this, but it's, it's, it gets hard on, on me to, to do that. But man, it's, uh, uh, so I mean, I've always been this way. Like I remember being told, like when I was an infant, that I was a very quiet child. So it must be. It's just my nature. Yeah, I I remember too. I was like playing by myself, and people were always telling me, like, "Why are you playing with yourself? Like, by yourself?" And like, "Why are you not playing with kids, other kids?" Or I was just like enjoying myself quietly, and people thought it was strange from young age. <laughs> yeah, how come you don't have more friends? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you playing outside? Why don't you go to the park? It's uh, I don't. I'm not interested. Yeah, I could go to the park by myself, but the thing is, there was like, there were too many kids that, that you know, were being noisy, and it was. Just, I would find it hard to, to be around all that commotion. Yeah, I, uh, I, I totally agree. I'm the same way. Like, or I wouldn't mind say going and having the whole park to myself. Yeah, With that 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 would be comfortable. Yeah, like that would be like real paradise. That's like uh, sometimes I used to like go and like when I lived in Montreal, I would go up to uh, say Beaver Lake or something and I'd go off in the distance somewhere and just sit and like be alone. And it was like, oh, awesome. Yeah, that's the perfect vacation. That's the perfect thing to do for me, at least. Yeah, so that's pretty good. So. And I don't know about you, but like for me, when I'm around people, I, I can get awkward and I run out of things to say, or it feels like I'm always saying the wrong thing and or people don't get what I'm saying or they don't get my humor. I don't know if you're the same way too. Oh, I know. I've had that feeling sometimes. Like I, I, I can sometimes have a very twisted sense of humor maybe. So... I might come out, but I usually, what I try to do is, like, I don't open up very much to people I don't know. Like, I have to really know somebody for a while before I completely open up. Yeah, and, but and, even and people... be myself. But even people that I've known for a while, sometimes they don't get my humor. And, like, I feel like... I, I'm always awkward. It takes me sometimes years to get comfortable with someone. I don't know you... If, uh, see, I'm lucky because I think everyone I know is nuts. Okay. So it makes it easier. So everyone, 
And the funny thing is, is people are so used to me being the way I am that when I try to be any different, they automatically think something's wrong with me. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, there's a few people on Twitter that I can be really weird around, but that's pretty much it. And like, you're you're one of them. So. Oh yeah, believe me, I know. It's like, oh yeah, okay. There's Sophie. Yep. Typical Sophie. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. So I, I'm like used to it. So. Yeah, I, I know, because there's some people, There's uh, I would be, they would either be horrified by what I say or think, you know, so it's like, I usually kind of tend to avoid those people. I'm more drawn to my kind of people, I guess, than yeah. anything else. Because uh, one thing I can't stand is, like, when you know people who are either too serious or they're corny, like real cornballs, then it's like they're kind of like a bit irritating to be around. Like yeah. I've got family that can be very corny sometimes and very like uh, too serious. So it's like a, it's kind of a drag being around them. Yeah, and some of my family members are like that too. Or, or some of them, they will only laugh at their own jokes. If you're trying to make a joke, they will look at you like, who the fuck are you? You know, you're not funny. What what are you doing? You know, that kind of person. Like, oh, yeah. so <laughs> they laugh at their own jokes, too. And if you don't think it's funny, they're like, something is wrong with you. But they will never laugh at yours. So there's like a lot of that in my family, too. So that, that's why I usually save my jokes for people like for my friends. And I know we'll get my jokes. Because I find sometimes, too, like, uh, I can have fun with that. Like, I might try to undermine them a bit. Or say something a little bit that's at their expense. Just because I can't help myself. <laughs> I have to do it. Yeah, yeah, I know what I've done that. Sometimes what I've done is I've said something that was way, way out there just to get a reaction from them and see how they were going to react. I like to do that. It's It makes it more fun having to, to like, get a rank or to meet people, uh, you know, when they're being uptight and you just do, you, you just go as, as out there as you can just to have fun. <laughs> Yeah, you know one thing that you can do, a very simple thing to have a lot of fun with sometimes, is when you go into a store or somebody comes up to you and says, hey, how's it going? Because no one really listens to the answer because everyone expects you to say, oh, it's going great. Thank you for asking. Is to turn around and say, oh, horrible. Everything sucks. Because <laughs> it, it, it shocks them and they don't know what to say sometimes. So then it gets like all awkward and all that stuff. But that's kind of fun to do. Like, oh, I love this. I will definitely try it. Next time I'm in a store, or so, I'll, I will do that. Oh, yeah. Like, especially if you time it perfectly, yeah, it'll have quite the effect. Like, I feel over the years, you've like given me a lot of tricks. I, I feel like you've <laughs> a lot of things that I've that I've done, like. You've you've really helped to try and bring me to the dark side. I feel 
over the, the years. <laughs> and, and I mean that as a compliment, by the way. It's yeah, I know. I'm such a freaking bad influence. Like, I'm already turning Vin into a despicable human being, pretty much. So, yeah. So, anyways, I'm proud of it. So, you know, it's it's the way I grew up. It's the way I was raised, I suppose. Like, I have a very... Uh, my family's always been a bit of, like, on the dark side. So, I mean, why not? I mean, you know, and it's, sometimes it's fun. Like, you, like, don't you hate it when people take themselves too seriously? Yes. I mean, no one's perfect. We've all done things we're ashamed of. We've all done, you know, weird things. So... I hate people who think they're better or act like, oh, I'm an angel. No. no yeah, I know. And, and you know what's funny and irritating is you get that a lot on social media, like Twitter and Facebook, where everyone, like, you get so many people that try to pretend like they're God's gift to the world. Yeah. When you know deep down, like, they're probably despicable or they're, like, full of shit. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. It's, it makes me mad because I've seen a lot of people act really shitty and then like turn around and say, oh, I, I'm a good person. I'm better than you. I do this. I do that. No, you're a bully who like puts up a front of nice guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, you see a lot of people like that. It's like, oh, brother. If they're not doing that, then they're tooting their own horn. Because they're compensating for like their low self esteem, they feel like they've got to toot their own horn so much, so everyone will think they're wonderful. I don't get that. You know what? I can have pretty low self esteem sometimes, but I've never done that, so I truly do not get it. Oh yeah, because I there's a few people I see on Twitter every day that seem to go on and on about themselves, like they're the most wonderful thing. And it's like, yeah, okay. Like, I, I just scroll by before, like, I say something I'll regret. Oh, or, yeah. yeah. Or I better not open up a can of worms and leave oh, it. You know? There were a few times, like, usually I try not to, but there were a few times where I just opened up. And I was, I regretted it because, like, the person I kept answering, I was, like, really, you know, trying to answer, like, I couldn't stay polite, and I was, like, really pushing them and trying to tell them, like, you're, look, you're a hypocrite, and you're, you know, and it went, it went completely crazy. It was like, you know what, I should have just scrolled by and said nothing and ignore it, because, like, that, those kinds of people, they just never admit they're wrong. Yeah. And sometimes it's better to just scroll and not talk. It's just wasted time. Yeah, I know. And you know what, too? Like, sometimes you get, like, really stupid fights on Twitter. You know, like, oh, come on. You're going to argue about something like this? This is so lame. Like, uh, like I find it funny, like, sometimes, like, like my like I'll see my some of my followers arguing with each other. Yeah. It, like, it's so weird. It's like you feel like you want to get some popcorn to, like, watch the show. You know how they get so sensitive and they attack each other. And... You know what I like to do sometimes when I see like two people being stupid with each other. Sometimes I'll just make a small comment to fan the flames and like make it worse because like the, the argument is so stupid. I'm like I'm just gonna ha have fun, post just a little something and watch it explode. 
you know. Oh, okay. So you're like a shit disturber. No, but like they're already arguing. Uh-huh, you uh-huh. know? So, so yeah, I like how you're like being defensive now. It's like no, you throw fire like oil I, in the fire. I try not to, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's just too especially the hockey fights or the wrestling fights. Not sure if you follow uh wrestling Twitter, but there are some stupid uh <laughs> arguments there i'm like you know what <laughs> some people are just stupid for their own good i'm sorry well i said i've said to vin on our show a lot i said every single fan base of everything in the world that you could be a fan of you'll always get the small group of idiots and they're the loudest yeah. usually they take Every because I think sometimes they take it personal. Like if you say, "Oh, I don't like this TV show," it's almost like because they like it, you're attacking them, which you're not. You know, yes. yeah. Like you can't have your own opinion. Like yeah, I've been through that. I, I'm not going to name names on this podcast, but there were several times where I said I was not a fan of this or that wrestler or a certain show, and my idea. T- uh, my DMs, my TL blew up. I got a lot of insults and tr- threats and everything. And I had to close an account just because every time I would tweet something like that, I would get like threats and stuff like that. That was like people. See, I... People are crazy. Like just over a small comment. See, I I've been very lucky. Like I've had some problems on Twitter, but I've been very lucky with that. I don't know if it's because I don't get into it with anybody or what, but uh, I've never, I think it's only maybe been a handful of times where I've been attacked for something. Like, I usually don't, but it's, I, sometimes, like, once, I think I made a comment that I was not a fan of something, and then, like, all the fans of, like, this particular person came on my tail, and they would not let it go for months, just over a comment. You know, I did not even get into a fight with anyone. Oh, that, you know, that's so ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, I hate shit like that. It fucking, it annoys me to no end. I mean, who cares? Like, like, if you like something that I don't like, it doesn't affect my life in any way. Right. I, I mean, we wouldn't even be friends if, you know, that was, the, if it bothered us that we we not like the same thing like there are many things we don't like we don't have in common but you know we tease each other but that's like the end of it right oh yeah exactly like i mean i would never take it personally you know and besides i know i'm right about everything anyway (laughs) no you're not but i'll you know i'll give it to you that you have good taste and a lot of things Hockey is not one of them, but I wouldn't change oh, that. <laughs> you know what? I, I like, or I'm going to tell you this right now. I, I like our arguments too much for you to change. Like, I, I just want you to stay half fun, even if you're wrong. Because I like to, I like to tease you and all that. I like the arguments. They're pretty funny. Oh, my God. I, please. I am a fan of the best team in NHL history. In your dreams. I, and honestly, like, Leafs Twitter is still going to come after you just for this. 
Well, Leafs fans are in a whole different universe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've related to some of them, which is kind of funny. But uh, yeah, they're in a whole different universe. Yeah, I like I like. Oh my god, I have a cousin who is a lifelong Habs fan, and he moves to Ontario. And the moment he meets this girl and becomes you know, his girlfriend, he instantly pretends he's been a lifelong Leafs fan <laughs> and it's like oh for god's sakes man <laughs> it's like nope 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 he automatically switched teams and that was it oh my god <laughs> they're like Leafs 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 man Leafs are number one <laughs> and he was even like posting like anti-habs memes and shit like that and I'm oh like who the fuck is this guy I think he is you know <laughs> Like, what a doofus. <laughs> I'm sorry, you couldn't bring me enough to become a fan of another team uh, just for a guy. Like, be it's true so to dumb. yourself, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you know what? If somebody won't date you because of, like, what team you enjoy, I mean, it's ridiculous. So. That's the stupidest thing to, to do. Like, come on, you're not going to date someone who's a great person just because of hockey? Like, it's not that serious. And I'm saying that. As someone who loves hockey, you know. Oh yes. Eh, some people, I don't know. They just pick the weirdest things to choose to like uh, freak out over. So it's like their whole life revolves around that, and that's their only personality trait, and they just milk it for everything it's worth. You know, and the other funny thing too is you like how defensive some people get over hockey players. Like if you say something about a particular hockey player, you can get people after you for it. Like yeah. they feel it's their job to defend that hockey player's honor. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Like, oh, like if, if I say I'm not a fan of X player, like. I'm not. I'm not talking shit about that that guy. You know, it's. I'm just not a fan. It's why you have to defend them. Like, <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> oh man! Or what's funny too is when you say you like a player of another team, and then you get the people from your team freaking out on you. <laughs> yeah, like you're a bad fan. You're a false fan. Like I'm sorry. It, you know, my team doesn't have like the exclusivity of like great players there are great players on like every other team like that's just silly like am i by fan because i say can is a great player or crosby's a great player no that's ridiculous you know oh my god yeah because i remember a few years ago when i happened to say oh gee i like brad marchand and I got a few people that were upset with me about that one. I was like, oh, fuck off. Leave me alone. That's like, ridiculous. Like, it's your right. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So it's not like these people that they're defending are going to turn around and say, oh, thank you, bro. Yeah. They're not going to give you their salary. You know, just give it up. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I said I was a fan of certain Habs player in the past. I'm like, apparently, like, that was. Apparently, I'm a Habs fan right now, you know? Well, I always thought you were, to tell you the truth. But I guess, excuse me, I guess it's because I assume because you lived in Montreal, so. Yeah, I, the thing is, like, my, my all my family are Habs fans. And I was raised to, like, respect the Habs. So, it's like, 
I'm a Bruce fan, but I don't hate the Habs. You know, it's not like I respect them. I respect their history, and I don't hate them. If people are like you're a bad fan for not hating the Habs. I don't hate them. I dislike their fan base, but I don't. Ha- I don't dislike the team. If that makes sense. No, what but an I, insult. No, I, I I have real reasons to hate the fan base. To <clears throat> okay, uh, I've had fans trying to beat me up for wearing a Stanley Blue shirt. So, I, I I really hate the fan base. I've tried to beat me up on different occasions. So I find it I find it so insane. Like I. Like staying on hockey, I was at the game where Pacioretty was hit by Chara. And in our section, and I felt so bad for them, there were some people wearing Boston Bruins jerseys. They had to leave the game because the fans in the crowd were so bad that for their own safety, they had to leave. And one poor guy was there with a Chara jersey on. Oh my God, poor guy! I hope he didn't get attacked. No, he, him like he was there. I think with his wife or his girlfriend, and they they left. They left like right away, and I felt bad for them. It's like this guy had nothing to do with it, with what happened. You know, he's just a fan. Like, don't go after him. He, you know, it's like people can't separate the hockey and the hockey fans. You know, like the hockey fan, it wasn't on the ice for the hit, and like. That's one of the reasons I never actually wore a Shara shirt in Montreal. Like, I'm even just wearing a Stanley Blue shirt, I almost got beat up. So, like, Shara, forget it. I'm never wearing that. Yeah. I see. I find it so insane. Like, you can't just wear a simple flipping jersey without worrying about it. Like, that's that's nuts. But yeah. I've like, like I've heard stories like of uh, things happening in Boston because I know. Uh, I mean, I'm not to attack Boston people or anything, but Chris Nyland told the story how he had gone to a game and he had to always make sure that he sat close to P.K. Subban's parents because sometimes they would go after his parents. That's the dumbest. I hate fans like that. And yeah, I know that there were a lot of times I've heard that uh, people who wore Habs jersey were being up in Boston, like at the, in the arena or something. That's yeah. ridiculous. It's just awful. Flyers fans. I mean, it happens all over the place, unfortunately. And I think it's it, silly. It's a and lot I, of people with br- lot missing brain cells. Yeah. And I remember like in Vancouver after uh, Boston won the Cup that Lucic Church was vandalized because people from Vancouver were just mad that he won. And I thought that was like the most ridiculous stuff. Oh, that, yeah, that's insane. That is really, that's really insane, man. Oh, I hate that. Oh, God, I hate that stuff so much. It really yeah. bothers me. Yeah, I like when I hear some of that stuff, I feel bad for the players because like they, they get, get chirped too. And like if they win or they lose, they get, they get, they can get pretty awful stuff. From the, on the social media or in person. Yeah, I, I find social media like in one hand it's been really good, but on another it's been pretty bad for like a lot of things. Like I mean, I find it a little bit ridiculous. Like you get Canadian fans who not like I'm not talking about Canadian Montreal Canadians, but 
across Canada sometimes wonder why some players don't want to come to Canada. And it's because they come to Canada sometimes and they run the risk of, you know, people coming up to them all the time or tweeting them or, you know, and they'll go after them for like all kinds of nasty stuff. Yeah, a player has a bad game. That's normal. You know, they can't all be good all the time. And the me- the media and the fans can get really nasty. And I understand them for not wanting to come to play in Toronto or, or uh, Montreal. I think those are the, probably the worst. And, like, I think smaller markets are, might be just a little bit better, but not by much. But yeah, it's in Canada, it's like if you're a hockey player, forget it. Like the smallest mistake... And if if you just say one word out of line, it's going to be a shitstorm. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, it's so irritating. <laughs> ah, these people, man. See, like, I feel like you and I and, like, Van and, like, Mike, we're, like, good example of, like, fans that have different tastes, like, different scenes, but can be, like, you know, can be friends and social, you know, and not, like, always be nasty to each other. Yeah, because this is something, like, I have always had trouble with. Because, like, I remember when I was in high school, and I would see people having fights over which band was the best. And I'd watch these fights, and I'd say, this is the most stupidest thing in the world. Like, who cares about either of these bands <laughs> you like them great if you don't like them great but you know they would have all these fights and I, I it was the most dumbest waste of time like you're gonna beat somebody up because you know they like this band better than your band you know it's like oh my god yeah you know i try to live by one thing it's like like what you like and don't take anyone's word over your own like like what you like, respect other people, but don't let anyone influence you or try to bully you for it. That's the only thing I try to live. Yeah, like be true to yourself. Because I've got that, because I'll tell you one thing, like I love, of course you know this, I love country music. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I love it too. I think. And I... Think I... Oh boy, thank you. <laughs> it's just I've gotten so much flack over liking country music, but I don't care. I say, you know what? If you don't like it, you don't like it. I'm going to continue listening to it. I'm not going to start liking things that you think I should like. I know, like, I, and I've gone through the same thing because I like country music, and it's just people think it's the corniest, stupidest kind of music. And I'm like, have you ever actually listened to it? And They'll tell they they'll name names of bands and singers that are not even country. I'm like you know like these are not considered country, right? And then I play them real music like real country music, and they're like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, and that's what I find too. It's like, um, I mean, yeah, you get certain like tropes with country music, but you get this tropes with all kinds of music. And I like country because a lot of it has to do with heartbreak, but a lot of it is also storytelling. And I'm fascinated by the stories in them. You know, so I just enjoy it. But, like, I mean, I went through a lot of stuff, and I still get it to this day where I get people get on my case about it. 
And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm going to continue enjoying it, so. Yeah, and I feel like uh, I've liked country music for since I was, like, 13 or 14. And I feel like the more I grow up, the more I actually understand the lyrics, the more I feel it deep inside me. You know what I mean? Like, you grow with it. as You, you get life experience, and then you truly understand what they're talking about. Yeah, like like especially when you get like a song where they're singing about like heartbreak, or like say you love someone and it's not returned, you know, like uh, Conway Twitty's song "It's Only Make Believe," like he loves this woman and she doesn't love him back, and people can relate to that. Like you know, when you like someone, they don't like you back, or whatever or you've broken up with someone you know what it feels like you know and sometimes it's, it's nice to enjoy this music that relates to your feelings so yes that that's why i like it so much it's it's relatable like i, I think there's not like one single person that could not relate to the lyrics at some point in their life but, uh, I mean, let people listen to whatever they want. So, I don't know. You, you, like, we'll always get these people, I think, that feel this need that they want to determine what everybody else listens and watches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, whatever. Uh-huh. I just try to ignore them and not respond. And hopefully, most of the time, they just go away. But... Yeah. See, the only one you need to listen to is me. Because I'm always right in everything. You know, you're all you're ninety nine percent right. No, ninety nine point nine. Okay, nine. Except for you know what? Except for hockey. The rest of uh, the rest of the stuff I listen to it is every time you've only given me good advice, like on music, video games, stuff like that. Yes, I will listen to you. Oh yeah. Hockey, yeah. like except for your team. That you chose, like the players you like, I will listen to that. But well, I am now blocking you. <laughs> You've told me that like twenty times. I've known you since on Twitter since 2011, 2012, I think. That you, long? Yeah, we follow. I, I think we started following. Uh, you, when I opened my account, it was 2012. Sorry, and I opened my account, and you followed me like. Two or three months after, I was new to Twitter, and we, we started following each other then. And you've kept telling me that you you'd blog me at least three or four times a year. Well, it's now going to go up to about 25. <laughs> I honestly, you know what? It's funny. I don't remember being on Twitter this long. I guess, you know good times go by so fast or something yeah. you don't realize you know whatever but yeah okay okay I, I didn't realize yeah and you were like i think one of the few like the first people that i actually befriended on twitter so like i think i met you i met you before Vin, and i met Vin through you i think because you were following him and then we i started talking to him but i think you were the first halves fan that i started following which, of course, is the wisest one to follow. Because <laughs> I follow the correct team. You're, no, and you know what? I blame you for not having Boston fans who follow me. I have three of them. And I, I have, like, a thousand Habs fans. 
and it's your fault. I blame you for this. You know what's so funny? It's just like so. Like I think I've got. There was a time where I had a t more Leafs fans following me than Habs fans for some weird, odd reason. Like I think everyone assumed I was a Leafs fan. Yeah, and I remember you being teased for being a Leafs fan. Yeah, and I think I might even still have more Leafs fans following me than Habs fans, which is very bizarre. I only have, I believe, I think three or four Boston fans that follow me. Yeah, but you got the good ones, so you're set. Uh, that remains to be seen. <laughs> but holy shit, yeah, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't know why it happened that way. I think I talked to too many people in Toronto or something, and then it spread, and they all thought that I was a Leafs fan, and it's like, oh, all right. Are you sure you're not a Leafs fan in disguise? Try to mess with oh, the Habs fan base. Try to mess with Vin's head. Just, uh, just want to. Oh, good, goodbye, goodbye. You know. What I'm well, yeah, Vin is like a Kyle Dubis lookalike. Oh my god! I actually never, you know, paid attention to it. Yeah, he he got nailed on that one or last week, which I thought was pretty funny. Made me laugh like hell. Someone made that comparison. <laughs> oh my god, I have to look at it now. Which pissed him off to like no end, but it was hilarious, and uh, it's fun to laugh at his displeasure. So. <laughs> I, it can get kind of funny, I guess. Like when I listen to your podcast, uh, I'm having a lot of fun. Well, we have fun doing it. Uh, I mean, I honestly never thought I'd ever do one, and I'm glad I do one. Um, I mean, sometimes we struggle to stay on topic because we're really bad with that. But, I mean, a lot of people seem to don't mind it, thank God. So, And I, I, I honestly cannot see myself, like, doing, like, a sports podcast or anything because I'd, I'd, I'd be really horrible at it. So, Yeah, and I feel you, like, that's why my, my podcast is not about one subject because I have trouble staying on topic, too. Like, I want to talk about so many things, and it's uh, – I couldn't do, like, a sports podcast or just like about one subject i couldn't imagine it it's too oh, hard i think it would bore me like hell like after a while like i, I i'm always been the person where i like to talk about all kinds of different things so yeah i think it's fun maybe like two three four episodes and then like i it's it gets boring and I'm just trying to think what else is there. Well, video games. I like. I enjoy video games a lot. Yeah, and you actually, you you are the one who suggested I try Skyrim, which I must thank you for because it's amazing. Did you get the newest version that came out? Yes, I did. Okay, I haven't gotten that one yet. I'm like I'm currently playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, um, it's it's fun. It's how do you like it? I love it. I love it, but I I can see where 
some people would have a problem with it. But for, I've always loved the Assassin's Creed games because, like, I love history. And I almost feel like when I'm playing these games, like I'm living through a novel kind of thing. So for me, it's up my alley. Like, I think the last three games, they take a little bit of time to really kick off. But once they kick off, like, they're really great. So what was, what's your favorite of all the Assassin's Creed Oh boy, that one's hard. Oh, okay, top uh, three then. I, well, the Ezio trilogy is like amazing. Black Flag, I loved Black Flag and uh, Odyssey. I really, really enjoyed Odyssey a lot. Odyssey was great. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I am liking Valhalla though. It's good. I feel like it's not as good as Odyssey, but it's very, very good. No, I, Odyssey, I think of the last three, Odyssey's the best one, but I am enjoying it. And yeah, I, I'd say like third would be Origins. I didn't enjoy Origins that much. Like, I mean, I like to see Egypt and everything, but I don't know. I didn't like the characters. And I, I mean, I really hated them and I like the main characters. I was like, it, it made it hard for me to get into the story, even though I loved, I really loved it, the setting and everything. And I don't know if you know this, but they're going to be doing a reboot of Dead Space. Yes, I've heard, but it's only on PS Five, so. Ah, uh, okay, I didn't know that because okay. yeah, I still don't have a PS Five. Me neither, and I was excited when I heard it, but. It's only going to be on next gen. So, like, if you have a PS4 or Xbox One, forget it. Yeah, and the other thing sucks too is that Xbox is seems to be getting a lot of exclusives now. Yeah, and like Skyrim, uh, the next one is only going to be on Xbox. Yeah, and I really want to get Starfield, so I probably am going to end up having to buy both consoles because I want to play. Like Starfield, so because yeah, Starfield yeah. is part is supposed to be quite something. So, uh, good luck with that because they're both very hard to find right now. If you want to get it, either you're gonna have to wait to get them in source, or you're gonna have to pay like twice twice the price. Actually, it's funny. Uh, I'll give you a little information about my job. Like I, you know, I work as a video game tester. Yes. And some of the people on my team actually work. Uh, on PS5, but the PS5s aren't at their home. The PS5s are at uh, where my company is located, and they have to play it uh, remotely. So when they first got PS5s, I was like so jealous, like, oh man, how does the game look? Does it look awesome and all that stuff? And they're like, no, we can't tell because I think it's the frame rate or something like that, the video quality is pretty bad because they have to do it remotely. <laughs> so that kind and of that, that's disappointing. Like you have a PS5, but you can't play on it. You have to play remotely. It sucks. Yeah, exactly. So all right. That sucks. So I get the PS4, the Switch, and PC to test on. So which is uh, okay. I cannot stand the Switch. 
Oh, really? I like it. I just got a new oh. one. Like, I just got, I, I never had it before. I just got the new one. I don't like the Switch at all. Oh, I hate it. And, uh, well, PS4, of course, I love. So. Yeah, I like the, the 3DS for me. That was such a cool um, console. I like that. I don't know why this they made it that way, like the Switch. I mean, it's not that bad. I like it. I like it. But the main thing is that you can't play with the old games on this one. Yeah, I mean, that kind of sucks. It's like, it's too bad, you know. Like, if I were to get a Switch, it'd probably mostly just be to play Mario games. Or, like, the Pokemon games. That's why oh, I bought no. it. Oh, God, no, 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 <laughs> you, no. You don't like Pokemon? No, no. I want nothing to do with Pokemon. <laughs> if people who enjoy it, God bless them. I don't want anything to do with them. Nope. <laughs> okay. No, I'm more of a, like, I love sci-fi or horror games or stuff like Assassin's Creed and stuff like that, so. Yeah, and I, I wanted to tell you, I feel like, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but for uh, Assassin's Creed, I feel like that Syndicate is such an underrated game. It was so good when it came out, but it didn't get the love that it deserved. Yes. Was Syndicate the one in England? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I really loved it. But I, I I mean, I have to admit, like, I love all of them. Like, I'm so engrossed in them. But, uh, yeah, that one, unfortunately. I think what killed that one is it had, like, a ton of bugs when it uh, first came no, out. I think, no, it was uh, Unity that came out with a lot of bugs. And then this one came out two years after. And people didn't buy it right away because they thought it would get bugs, too. Okay, um, I think that's what happened because it was Unity, and I remember Unity like having it was ridiculous. Like you would get a character without a face, or just like the most ridiculous stuff. Yeah, because I could tell you one thing: like uh, being a video game tester, like we see a lot of stuff before it's released to the public. And sometimes the companies themselves have no clue how some of the bugs happen. <laughs> they don't. Oh, my God. No, because uh, it's funny. It's because, and what's weird is, like, say uh, you're playing a game and something happens, right? It may never happen again. It might just happen that one time. All right. And then, say, a year later, someone else playing the game, the same thing happens to them. And it's like the game company is like, what the hell happened? <laughs> like they have no no idea. Like sometimes it involves like you did a certain specific bunch of moves or prompts in a certain order that caused it to happen, and uh, all that stuff. Because there's one famous story where there was in my company, there was a video game. Uh, it was a racing game. And it worked perfectly, except for one section, the game would slow down, like kind of horribly slow down. And they could never figure out why. So it took them a year to find out what happened. It turns out in the background, one of the objects had about one million polys, which is like what 
is used to like give texture to the objects in a video game. So, uh, what would happen is that the racing game, it would get to that point, and because of that one million polys on that one tiny little object, it would cause the entire game to slow down while it rendered. And then once they were through, the game would go back to normal. So, yeah, it took them a year to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was that was that must have messed up a lot. Like, can you imagine like losing a year to just like that? Yeah, it's pretty insane. Like some of the stuff like I've seen, uh, the company will not fix. Uh, some they can't fix because if they fix it, it'll break something else. Uh, so yeah, there's like a lot of stuff that goes on. And one people, one thing people should realize is that all the video games that come out are monitored online, like on Reddit and Twitter and stuff like that. So, like, if people are complaining about a certain bug or something that happened in the game, the company is aware of it. Like, they will find out. So, like, people shouldn't think, oh, they're not doing anything and all that stuff. It's just sometimes they might find out, but they can't do anything about it. Okay, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, so it's weird. Like I, I, I remember I, uh, I was reading a game exact on on bugs, and I remember hearing about Dragon Age how they, like, uh, someone in the company had brought the game home to test it, and apparently his son actually found a bug that they never would have found in the during testing because he. he the son of the programmer was like, like he liked mounting the horse so much, and there was a weird bug with like spiders, and that if you mounted and mounted too many times, the the spiders would kill you too easily. I don't know something like that, and and they only found out because the son was doing that. Otherwise, they never would have found it. Can you imagine? Oh yeah, yeah, I could see because it's weird things that you can discover, like my on my. The game that I'm working on, we usually have about 350 people just in my company alone working on it. And that doesn't include the other companies that are working on it. And there's tons of stuff found all the time, stuff you'd never think of. And someone would find it. So it's, it's quite it's quite interesting sometimes. So, but it must be a lot of work for you to just go through all these bugs and try to find out like what's going on uh it depends like uh, like sometimes we have to look for the bugs ourselves and other times like we have to investigate bugs that were reported like that can be a little bit of a pain especially if it's like one of these weird bugs that's really hard to replicate like, I had one when I was playing Odyssey. Uh, I was in Athens, and I fell through the map. Some I don't know how I did it, but I fell through the map. And I don't remember my steps before I fell through the map. So if I made a report about that and someone had to test it, <laughs> you know, they might have, like, a hell of a time trying to recreate it. So that's part sometimes could be a little bit hard 
but uh, what's kind of cool is like sometimes like I'll see stuff. Um, I've seen a game like completely untextured. So everything looks like a checkered pattern. And I've also seen a game where uh, the environment isn't rendered properly. So everything looks like a big pile of mashed potatoes until you get close to it. And then it looks like a normal building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty funny. It's, it's funny to see some of that stuff. So, Yeah, you must like that because you obviously you like video games. Yeah, uh, like uh, the only thing I think that bothers me is I've been on the same game now for almost like, oh my God, I've been there for three years now. So I've been on the same game for like three years. And it's hard to believe that that's the number one game I've spent the most time in in my life, which is kind of depressing. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's a, it's it's a fun. It can be a fun job, but sometimes it can be like a real drag. Did it take away from your love of video games, or just, or do you no. feel like you, when you get home, like you can relax with your favorite games? No, it depends on the kind of day we've had. Like, there's some days like you'll finish and you'll be, you'll want nothing to do with video games for a couple of days. And there's other times where you can't wait to get home to play your stuff, to get the memory of what you did all day out of your mind. So no, I, I love video games too much. Like I find them so fascinating and fun to play that I don't think I would ever get sick of them. So, like, since I you've been playing video games for a very long time, I, I have to ask you, what is the first video game that you played? What was the first, what was the game that got you into playing it? Oh, geez. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know the name of this game. Uh, but the first video game I played was in an arcade. Uh, if anybody has ever seen the original Dawn of the Dead, they'll see this game. It was a piece of crap racing game that had the car that you were racing was a piece of plastic attached to the steering wheel that you used to drive. And there was a, a rotating screen in the background. That was the very first video game I ever played. I think I was like six or seven years old. I don't, I've never been able to find the name of this game. <laughs> Uh, and then after that, I just went uh, to the arcades. Uh, I did have a, a crappy ColecoVision. And then I, I got out of games. Like, I was out of games for a while until I got into Super Nintendo, and I loved Mario. And after that, I gave up on them again for a while until my cousin introduced me to Grand Theft Auto 3. And I'm like watching him play this game, and like, hey, you could beat people up with a baseball bat. <laughs> and you tell me I'm violent. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, this looks like fun. So of course, I had to run out, get myself a PS2, GTA 3, and boom, I've been hooked on video games ever since. So, okay, and so you, you are violent. Yeah, you know what? You get on my case for being violent and for crashing into people with cars, but you know. 
your whole reason for getting into video games was like GTA 3 beat people up, you know? Because <laughs> I thought it was hilarious because before <laughs> that, it's like your Mar like the last games I was playing was like Mario where you're saving the princess and here you're being like a totally horrible person. And it's like, oh, awesome. I get to be a horrible person. Yes, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's really funny how it really evolved from like Super Mario to this, and even like um, on Super Nintendo, like Mortal, the Mortal Kombat games are pretty hard to find. Or like if like I was a kid and like you couldn't get them, like when you, to buy them or to rent them. I don't know if most viewers will remember that, but you could actually rent video games at the video store. And you couldn't get them until unless you had an doll with you, and there, it was a mess. Like there were certain games that they kept behind a counter, and you could not access it unless uh, you were old enough. Remember that? Yeah, but I never had that problem because of my height. Like everyone thought I was older than I was. So I was able to rent like anything without a problem. Uh, oh, they, yeah. they, they never carded me. So, oh my god, that must yeah. have been awesome because I'm short and like even when I reached 18, people thought I was a lot younger than that. So, no, I was lucky. I I could pick up Mortal Kombat. They'd rent it to me without a second thought, and out the door I'd go. <laughs> so I was very blessed. Like I was even like. When I was a uh, 12, 13, I was going to movies that were like 18 years and over, like horror films. You know, I was going into them because they thought I was 18. <laughs> so, so you were lucky for that. Yeah. Very, very uh, blessed. So uh, I never had that. And the only time I ever got carded, and this is funny, is when I was about 36 36? 36. I went to go buy a pack of cigarettes and I got carded. <laughs> and I and I said, I said, you want my ID? And the woman started apologizing, but I, I was laughing. I said, no, no, no. I said, thank you. I said, now I can finally say I've been carded in my life. You know, so I gave her my card. I was all proud. And I said, hey, this is like a compliment. You think I'm younger than 18? So it's like, okay, here, you know, and that was it. So that, it was the highlight of my day. <laughs> that That's funny. Once when I was uh, 20, I was 20, 21, I was at university and I was going to, with some friends, and I went to pick up a bottle of, I don't know what it was, I think it was something Korean. And I showed her my card at DSRQ and like the woman could not believe I was over 18. So I was, I was at the cash for like a good 10 minutes trying to prove that I was over 18 and I was laughing because like no I mean now I'm laughing because now it's funny but at the time it was not funny because <laughs> it's like you know you you don't believe I'm over 18 you not you don't want to sell it to me but you know I was there for 10 minutes trying to convince her she was convinced I had a fake ID and I, I've never had one but she did not believe me She's like, oh, a typical student who's trying to get alcohol, you know, when she can't oh, drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That, see, I think so. Basically, like, if you knew me in high school, you would have sent me out to buy your booze. 
yeah. I never, I, I never did that. It's weird. I never, I never even thought about it. But once I got the, I reached a drinking age. Uh-huh. Even when I wanted to, like no, like people didn't believe I could drink. You know, there's not like a single person that believes you right now. <laughs> not one. Okay. Well, you always doubt everything I say. Yes. Unless I agree with you. And then that's when I know you're correct. (laughs) I knew you would start teasing me at some point. Eh, Why not? Yeah. It's my duty. (laughs) Yes, it's your duty to tease all your friends (laughs) and to corrupt them. Which is pretty funny because I often do it without realizing I'm doing it, but sure, I'm okay with it. it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't believe you don't know what you're doing. I'm sure you have a purpose. No, uh, honestly, like I will admit, there are some times where it takes me by total surprise, and other times it's like, yeah, maybe it's a little bit planned. Like, I find it funny, like, how like Vin. Is like slowly turning into me. Like, yes, I've noticed that with the Timur and coffee and the, like the beefaroni and all that stuff, which yeah. is awesome. And he's becoming like more bitter and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, this is so cool. He's evolving. Yes, right. I, I've yeah. noticed the change. It's since you started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've noticed it. Oh, yeah. And then he usually yells at me for it, tells me to fuck off or something like that. <laughs> he started cursing a lot more. See, I've noticed. It's it's crazy. He has or me? No, he has. He, he has, okay. yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I tend to swear too much. It's it's a very bad habit that I have, but I, and I, sometimes I do it without realizing I'm doing I- it. And I've noticed you haven't really cursed in this podcast. So were you behaving or are you keeping it? Are you trying to behave so that I bring you back and then you start, you know, cursing? Well, like I'm trying to behave. It's your podcast. So like I don't want to, you know, cause trouble, I guess. So no. Oh, I, you're not going to No, but you know what? Like if, I, if, like if I'm on again, like I'll be worse. So. <laughs> Okay, so I'll be sure to have you on to see how you are next time, to see you at your worst. Uh, no, I, I'll still be kind of polite, I guess. I, I might swear a bit more, but I'll try to be polite. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I'm not sure if I'm doing well, but I'm, ta- I'll, I'm taking your word for, for it. <laughs> And it's funny, you know, where I learned most of my swearing from was my mother. Because, and, and this is hilarious, because usually it doesn't happen in life. But, boy, my mother and my grandmother could come out with, like, some really wicked, like, things. Which I thought was hilarious when I was growing up. So then I ended up doing it myself. And then now I like, I like, you know, where I had a hard time. Like, I used to work in daycare. Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me <laughs> that was difficult because I had to always watch what I was saying in you daycare. Couldn't, you couldn't curse in front of the kids, <laughs> no. And I, a couple of times it slipped, and I was like, oh, shoot, 
So I'd cover my mouth, you know, and but thank God the kids didn't pick up on it. <laughs> so that that was hard. And I also have like an infamous reputation at my company now for swearing. So they they're used to me. So <laughs> you, you know it's weird because usually I'm cursing a lot. Like if you've watched my streams, you you know that I'm I can curse a lot depending on what's happening. But on my oh. podcast, I haven't really actually done it. <laughs> but if you come on more, maybe you know you will corrupt me and I'll start cursing more. <sighs> See, blaming me for your future bad behavior. Yes, it's your fault. I think Vin would agree to it's your fault. It's all your fault. Yeah, meanwhile, like everyone listening is like rolling their eyes and they know it's like, oh yeah, she's just going to blame him for what she's doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, we, we, we know it's your fault. Everyone is going to know it's you. Uh, no, people are not. People are going to realize that, you know, you, you have a bad influence. And you've said it many times on this show, so. Mm, at least I could pretend to be innocent. Right? Theoretically. Wait, who's... Yeah, I, 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 I like your, like, dead silence, like, when I'm talking about innocence, you're like, uh-huh. I am innocent. I'm the poster child for innocence. Oh, I'm an angel, seriously. Please. Like, I don't buy that. I've never bought that, and I never would buy that. <laughs> why not, though? I, I'm nice, you know? Mm -hmm. I have no clue why you don't believe me. Because you know why? The quiet ones are the ones you always have to watch out for the most. And since <laughs> you're, like, one of the quiet ones... I know, like, your true nature. So, yeah, like, you probably, like, finish your podcast and you're, like, swearing up a storm, you know. <laughs> you know, it's not because we're both quiet and that you're about influence that I am, too. Just for the record. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can right. feel you rolling your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> Uh -huh. Yeah, I could just imagine you like in university, like you're the one making everyone drink. No, like seriously, he was my friend who sent me over to get something to drink. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't drink that much. <laughs> oh. mm -hmm. No, I don't drink that much either, unfortunately, anymore. Yeah, because actually, if you want like a really classy tip, like on how to get hammered. And make yourself look, like, really classy when you're out at a bar in a restaurant. Like, have a beer, but drink it through a straw. <laughs> it, it gets you drunk faster. I didn't know that. Yeah, it'll get you drunk faster. And you'll look really sophisticated <laughs> drinking your beer through a straw, which I have done many times. Because I wanted to get drunk super quick. But because you're so tall, like, you... You and I would not get drunk at the same pace. Like me drinking through a straw would make me a lot more drunk quicker than you know it would for you. Uh, probably. Can, can you just imagine us like at a bar and we're drinking? God, I cannot even process that. It would, we would just look silly drinking through a straw. Oh my God! There's another thing. You know who told me this one was one of my uncles. 
he said another way to get hammered super quick is you take a bottle of beer and you put it on the floor and then you get on your hands and knees and then you pick it up with your mouth, crank it back, put it back on the floor, do it a second time and then finish the beer in the third time. He says, when you get up, he says, you're going to be blitzed out of your skull. I have never heard that. Did you try it? I never tried that one just because I didn't feel like getting up off the floor. So I stuck with the sophisticated straw idea. But I used to like sometimes uh, like if you want to get really hammered quick too, is mixed drinks. Like I used to make these suicide drinks where I'd pour beer in it, vodka, whiskey, and then you just drink it all in one shot. And that, that'll do the trick. You know what we should do is actually try these all these uh, little tips and try and and do a podcast and say tell people if it actually works or not. Oh my god! Yeah, you you would get hammered so fast. Imagine doing drink doing it, drinking the the, the beers and stuff, and doing the podcast at the same time. <laughs> That's <absolutely laughs> that trouble. would yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool is to see you doing that and then playing like something like Forza because you would be hitting all the walls and all that stuff. Although, to be fair, like I wouldn't be able to either. Like one night I went out with my friends and I got like so hammered that we decided to ride bikes home and I couldn't even ride a bike. Like I kept going flying into a wall all the time. So I ended up having to walk. Were you able to walk home properly or did anything bad? Uh, I was swaying all over the place. I had one really bad walking drinking accident and that happened on St. Jean-Baptiste. I was out with my friends and we got severely hammered and we decided, we found out there was an all night bar in Montreal because this is about three in the morning and our bar was closing. So we said, Hey, let's go to this all night place. So we're walking, walking down. Oh my God. We were near uh, St. Laurent Boulevard and I was walking and all of a sudden I wasn't walking. I was, I had fallen and tripped on something. I ended up on the street. I smashed my face on the street and I did something horrible to my ankle. Oh my God. I think I, for you, I don't know if I, I think I ripped a tendon or pulled it. So I did something horrible to my tendons in my, my ankle. So I was lying there on the ground because it hurt. My friends are standing there like horrified. They didn't know what to do. But beside us were all these cars because it was summertime with everyone looking down, freaking out from their cars because they thought my friends had probably beaten me up or something. <laughs> so eventually I got up and instead of being smart and getting into a taxi and going home, we decided, Hey, let's continue on to this bar. How did you walk home after that? Did you? Make I ended up having to take a taxi, but walking to that bar was like painful as hell. Like I had to keep stopping every few steps because it hurts so much. And then of course, like the next day when I, like when I woke up, like my ankle was swollen, like, five times the size it was black 
And uh, I had the bruise for about five or six years afterwards. Ouch. I think. Yeah, my ankle is still messed up from it. So that was like my worst drinking accident, I think. <laughs> uh, see, people, when I'm on this show, you get nothing but class. <laughs> yes, just class. And hopefully in the next episode he's on, there's going to be a whole lot of cursing. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, you've been polite. You've been well-behaved. Sounds like a fucking plan. Yes. Fucking A. <laughs> of course, you start cursing. I, honestly, I can't wait to have you back. Jesus H. Fucking Christ. <laughs> and this is the real uh, way that we all know and love. Goddamn stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, of course. <laughs> Yeah, this was a PG uh, podcast. Now you've turned it into. Or one good like insult to say to somebody is, "Why don't you go take a flying fuck at a rolling donut?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm stealing this. Uh, I love this. <laughs> oh, too, oh Jesus oh Christ! God. Like you should hear some of the stuff my mother and my grandmother used to say. My God, like I look like a choir boy in comparison to. Hey, I feel like we could do an episode on just on that, just on the curse. You know, <laughs> you would have a lot to say. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I mean, they came up with. I mean, some of the stuff I don't even think I could repeat. <laughs> Whoa. And I've heard you say a lot of things, so that's saying something. <laughs> uh, yeah, God, cultured all the way. Uh, you know, at this stage of the game, like I just don't care anymore. I, like this is me. I don't care. So I'm not going to pretend to be somebody I'm not, and I'm not going to pretend to be classy. So, yeah, so. And I've been thankful to know you for these past couple of years because at first I used to care just a little bit, and then I was like, I, I listened to your wisdom, and I was like, who gives a fuck? You know, I I will not care. I I'm just me. You know, who cares? The, the real one would like me anyway. Yep. So. You know what? It's I find that's one of the best things to do. Be true to yourself because it's your life, your life to lead. You know, and you'll never please everybody anyways, no matter what you do. So you can please everyone. There's always gonna be that one person that's gonna be pissed off. So might as well live. Oh, it's kind of funny, though. It's like how one moment you're telling me I'm a positive influence, but the next moment you're telling me I'm a bad one. You're both. Seriously. So you're, you're, like, both, you're both. Like, you've been a positive influence on me, but you've also, you know, been a bad influence. You've, you're like both the angel on my shoulder and the devil on my shoulder. God. Sometimes you're, like, pushing me to be good. Sometimes you're, like, pushing me to evil. Like you know, curse. Yeah, in video games, like you're always encouraging me to run people off and stuff like that. So you're you're that kind of person. So does this mean like you're gonna be going through like the streets of Montreal with a beer in your hand with a straw sticking out of it now? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try that. Is there any particular beer that's it's mm. better to do this with? No, I mean depends like the higher 
alcohol content ones might get you really super hammered quick. But <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna if I do that, I am gonna need a bodyguard because you know I don't know what can happen if I can drunk. So I'm gonna need someone to be my bodyguard for the night and make sure I get home. Okay. <laughs> yeah, who says I'm gonna do that job? You know. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> You're tall. Because yeah, you know what will probably happen is you'll probably, like, you'll get hammered and you'll, like, call me every name in the book or something like that. No, you know, I, no, you, know you know what? I, it, when I'm drunk, uh, I am the happiest person ever. Seriously. I, I am I am very exuberant. I am very happy. I am very, very nice. Like, I always say the drunk me is the nice me. If you want me to be happy, go lucky, give me a drink. And the sober me is like really the snarky one. Huh. Okay. 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 Oh, all right. Sure. Sure. Like, and if you don't believe me, just ask Van because we've had a drink together. Like, he knows. Like, oh yeah, he told me all about it. He said, "Jesus, boy, did she ever drink?" And she was like. <laughs> rude to the staff and you know she kept making fun of me and all that stuff and sure yeah oh yeah i mean sure, uh, all that. these horror stories about you so oh, i mean sorry. i get people in dms telling me all the time oh my god you won't believe what sophie did this time you know, so. <laughs> okay sure mm -hmm. see people i don't buy into her act you know what? You're the one who's like the known me the longest on Twitter, and you're you're the only one who says that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, everyone's saying that I'm nice and stuff, and like you're you're in there. And I, I think you're trying to get me to be that person. You're trying to see the bad side of me, and it's not coming out, and that annoys you. No, it's because I know you're playing the long con. That's why. <laughs> it's the long con. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. <clears throat> I believe you. I'm sure. Okay. You don't sound too sure, but you know, I'm going <laughs> to let that slide. <laughs> just because you've been giving me a lot of laughs. So I'm just going to let it slide for now. Okay. Uh, who knows for how long I, I will let you have the hook, but. Oh man. I don't even know how long I've been on. I must have been on for 10 years now. Uh well, I've known you since like 2012. So like yeah, 10 years. 10 years. That's when I started on Twitter too. So like you're one of the first people that I actually met on there. You know one thing I wish I wish I could remember who was the first follow I had. And who I followed first. Yeah, I, I don't know how you can say, know that. I know that for me, it was one of my personal friends that got me on Twitter. But uh, after that, I don't remember what I tweeted. I think there's an app that can tell you this. But I, I'm just going to look into it if you want. I'm sure that'd be awesome. I guess, uh, I joined Twitter for the hell of it. Like I said, oh, God, wait, don't join. You're going to regret it. 
but I joined it. I mean, it's, it's, it's been mostly okay. Except the last few years, it's gotten a little bit, like, irritating. But, uh, I mean, it's okay. Like, I've met some pretty good people. And I'm very glad for that. And some of the others, I just kind of ignore. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good people on Twitter. I've made a lot of great friends. But I've, met, I've seen so many bad people. My blog list is so long at this point. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think mine is that long. I mute people a lot just because I don't want to necessarily give them the honor of being blocked by me, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so they can wear it like a badge of honor, so I'll just mute them. Uh... Yeah, I just don't like when they're being jerks, I just don't want them to see my tweets. Some people will like like your tweet, they will. Uh... If 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 you only mute them, they can still see your tweet. And then they, I've had people share my tweets and then try to twist what I I was saying and take it out of context and just like make a whole mess of things. So the blog button is my best friend at this point. Uh, miracle! I haven't ended up on it yet. Hmm. Okay, I'll need no. to work on that. Sorry. No, wait, I'm telling you this, you will never get blocked. You will have to block me first. Go Habs, go. Go Habs, go. Habs are the best. It, Habs are the best. Right, right. It does not even bother me, honestly. I've, you know what? Is that the best that you can do? I've <laughs> lived in Montreal for like all my life. All my family are Habs fan. You know, I have had people who try to beat me up. You know, you saying go Habs, go is not going to bother me. Just saying. All right. So I'll need to work on something, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, why do you want me to block you? I thought we're friends. Well, it would be for a social experiment. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna block you and <laughs> unless you start being like, honestly, like, unless you start being an extremist, which I don't. You, you're not. No. I can't stand that stuff at all. So, like, I think that's the only thing that would make me block you, and you're not. Like, usually you're pretty wise, or try to be. Like, I like that doubt, that doubt in your voice. You're no. kind of wise, maybe. <laughs> no, but it all... I like you, you know, you're, like, do consider you a friend on Twitter, and I'm not, as much as you try to, I'm not going to block you, so, like okay. I said, you'll have to block me. Oh, you're a good friend, too, and, you know, it's been fun knowing you all these years, and believe me, I'm not going to let up on tormenting you. <laughs> you know what, maybe I'm a masochist, but I do enjoy you picking on me and you teasing me, and I, I like to tease you back, I, I, it's it's been enjoyable. I don't know yeah. what that says about me, but probably your glutton for punishment, I guess, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Vin would probably say the same thing about me. So he's a glutton for punishment. So uh... so I don't know. Like, do you want to end the podcast? 
here or do you want to keep going for a while? Because I just noticed how long we've been talking. Oh, uh, well, we could probably, I guess, end it for now. Uh, yes. And I don't know if you ever want me on again. I Honestly, do... this is an open invitation. Anytime you want to be on, you're always welcome here. Uh, you're my first guest and so far my favorite. Oh, why uh, thank you. And no, you like anytime you want to be on, you're always welcome. You'll always be on. So anytime, man. I, it's been a first, joy. The first time I've ever been a uh, a guest star. <laughs> it's like but, yay, I'm famous. Yeah, it's been a great part. I'm, I'm I've had so much fun. Honestly, uh, it's been wonderful. So anytime, man. Seriously, anytime you want to be on. Cool, no problem. You know, and if we want, like, you uh, do, like, a specific subject or something like that or whatever. And, I mean, I don't mind. It's fun. It's fun. It's, you know, it's been fun to just shoot the breeze and just, just go from one subject to another and then just go back. So we can try again. And maybe next time you'll give me more drinking tri- tips and, you know, cursing classes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you so much for agreeing to be on. And well, my pleasure. You. Thank you and for inviting me. I, you're welcome. It's been a lot of fun. Yep. So, and I guess when you post it, just send me the link and then I'll retweet it. Okay, I'll post it tomorrow afternoon. Probably so I'll send you the link to to uh, to it. It's both on Apple Podcast and Spotify, so I'll send you the links. Okay, cool. Because I'll retweet it then. Okay, cool. So have a great evening. You too. And And, uh, remember, Habs are the best team ever. No, Blues are the best. And you're completely wrong. But I'll tolerate you anyways. (laughs) Bruins are life. You know it. Hey, are you going to handle it when uh, Bergeron becomes a Hab this summer? You know what? That might get you blocked. <laughs> well, you never know. He's a UFA this summer. Yeah. We'll see. Does that mean you'll be getting like a Habs jerseys and all that stuff now? Maybe. Honestly, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> so, have a good evening, Wade. And you too. I'll post it tomorrow, and maybe we can do this again sometimes. Okay, perfect. No problem. So, My pleasure. So, have a good evening. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was it for today. I hope you had a lot of fun listening to this episode. I know I had a lot of fun recording it with Wade. Don't forget to uh, follow me on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. I'll see you next week.